Futuro of Radio. The Futuro of Radio. The Future of Radio. The Future of Radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, that's a major upgrade. That is an upgrade. I mean, that's so much that responsibility. For, oh, is that for mediocrity? Uh, well, upgrade? Not sure. I, I guess that, that could yeah. be from that. But what I'm saying is now, though, I mean, that's, that's a heavy, heavy weight I of, just, that you just had I just inherited. found this out like 10 minutes well, ago. Well, on top of that, so there's all these people that are flying in. They're going to be turning to you. They're going to look to yes. you for guidance. Yes. I mean, if something goes but wrong, feel, it's going to be your but fault. Remember when we joked about this like six months ago, how I thought that I would be excellent at doing this? Now I'm a little nervous. Okay, let's. we're going to have to talk about this and yeah. walk through what's going on. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. We do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link. Oh, what a great link it is. It is a great link. You can sign up for a free trial and get two free audiobooks. Not one, but two. Is that how numbers work? Two free audiobooks by two. signing up for a free trial. <laughs> it is a great way to support Fun Employment Radio. Also, I want to say Jacob took my recommendation and downloaded uh, Outland. Well, because he is a fellow nerd like yourself. Yeah, it's pretty nerdy. So at Cornhole tonight, during our Cornhole League, which we are a part of because it's Portland, Oregon, are yep. you guys going to be talking about your book together? We, uh, well, if we're at the same spot, yes, but oh, I don't boy. want any spoilers. So if he's giving spoilers, then that's going to be a big issue. Okay. I'm not sure how far ahead he is. Uh, but yes, that is true. We might. So uh, again, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for a free trial. Awesome. All right. And also today, we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us. With the coolest name ever. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, if you listen to another show that I am on called Beards, Booze, and Bacon for the How many shows are you on at this point? Like 27? Um, no, there's one less because Between the Streams isn't a podcast anymore. Now we're a... Uh, Just, you're, you're on a show. lot. We don't need to, have, we don't need to figure They've, it out. Well, you asked me. Now I want to start counting in my head. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Beards, Booze, and Bacon. And uh, we have Mr. Sam Slaughter, who's going to be joining us here shortly who may or may not be eating burritos in the other room. Uh, he ate um, a burrito. That burrito is oh, It's toast. already gone. That was fast. I am so hungry, too. I didn't get a chance to eat, and I smelled that when it came in. I'm like, oh. And just, yeah, sat there staring. It's just, yeah, smelling the burrito. What you eating there? What you, I know, I'm like, is that good? Is that Describe good how burrito, it tastes. Sam? Is that a good burrito? What's food like? Uh, so, <laughs> so Sam's, All I know this morning is what a lot of coffee and water is like. Uh, Sam's going to be joining us here shortly on the show as well. And uh, before we do that, though, the, just breaking news. Right before the show started today, Sarah, with one of her many, many side gigs, this is when you had, you thought about making more of a full-time thing. I did, Well, I had contemplated that I might be good at it. Yes. But I didn't know that it might actually be a possibility. Because this was right before the whole real estate thing. Right, that you booked this gig. Yeah. And now it just got upgraded bit, uh, like like hardcore. So let's... You should walk everybody through what it is that you're going to be doing. All right. So um, if you recall, if you if you listened to the show uh, a few months ago, maybe like six, six or eight months ago, I was talking about how my friend had asked me to help her plan her wedding. Yes. And uh, like so plan since, it. Like plan it. Like plan it like you know, how to book, like timelines on like when to book things, what she needs to, because it's kind of a, she's kind of doing a DIY, a DIY kind of thing where uh-huh. she's putting it together like piece by piece. And, and you've so, never booked a wedding or done this before. Correct. I've never booked a wedding. I have worked a lot of weddings in, as you said, one of my millions of side jobs as a cater yes. waiter. Um, I've worked a ton of different weddings, worked with wedding planners there. Wedding tangent. Wedding tangent. I guess. No, what? no. I don't know. I was trying to make up a word for it. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make Didn't sense. Didn't work out. 
So I've been around a lot, and she's like, hey, listen, I don't want to, like, hire a, a fancy person. but Because I told her, I'm like, I've been around a lot of them. I could probably give you some pointers. Uh-huh. So she's like, cool. You want to help me? And so we sat a few times, and I, you know, put together a list. And well, you probably had a together. good a good idea of what not to do, av- having watched a lot of what. It that is exactly what it is. Yeah, because it's just like just the fewer moving parts, the better. The fewer mm-hmm. people that are in charge, the better. Yeah, like, don't give like a lot of people think maybe it's a good thing to give like everybody each like two tasks. Like just find a person, give them the tasks, let them be like the overall like overseer of like everything yeah or at least like you know one or two like keep it limited i mean that's like when i worked at the museum for the events on the event side at the museum i saw a lot of weddings too and you saw everything that went wrong usually it involved giving um two young people who are too young to have that much booze like that always caused an issue oh boy yeah there was always like that guy or one of the bridesmaids crying always a bridesmaid crying who That's got on always, the microphone. That actually usually happened at a lot of the weddings I went to. Too. Oh, yep, and then they, we've talked about it before on the show, but yeah, then they get up there and they get all emotional and too. I remember Cindy back Isn't that the, funnest? the freshman <laughs> year in our dorms and we said we were going to find the men of our dreams. Isn't that fun no. to be like kind of a fly on the wall though at weddings? Because yeah. they are such an important day. They are. Like to get to watch somebody else's like special day and you have no part of it. Uh, that's true, but then it is you get fun to, to like watch... it's a, oh, like eavesdrop on like you know on the drunk like groomsmen speeches and stuff, and right. you're just like oh this is, and you can kind of assess when <laughs> things are going well or poorly. Oh, Uncle Dale is drunk again. You oh can tell. man, yeah. I remember. Yeah, there have been a couple weddings. One of which the mother. Well, my first wedding was the Russian wedding. Do you mm. remember where um, this was like years ago when I first started, like maybe three or four years ago when I first started cater waitering and. It was this woman who got married, and then her drunk Russian mother got on, and speaking in broken English, just talked for about 15 minutes about how she was so glad that Nadia didn't marry that bastard, whatever his name was, <laughs> like her ex-boyfriend. See, that's and that was amazing. Whole, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> and I remember I was staying next to the wedding planner, and she was looking at me, and we're just like, both, what the fuck? That bastard Dimitri. And then there have also been other ones where there was like a drunk aunt who uh, actually like threw up into her purse like at her table, and we mm. had to like tried to escort her out like without oh. anybody noticing. Oh, like a secret, like, uh-oh, we got to get her out of Because you don't want to know, like, Aunt Shirley is, like, throwing up at her you know, <laughs> white linen <laughs> table. So it's been interesting. This is not going to be like that. Okay. You but don't I'm know. Super, wow. Well, this is going to be an outdoor wedding. It's a very, um, it's very sweet. So they're getting married, like, where they kind of, um, where they fell in love. And, like, okay. So I... So initially, like, I'd been helping her with it, and then she's like, hey, so uh, one of my buddies actually... Is a planner. She's just going to help. I didn't realize she could help me. She's going to help do it for free. So blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, cool. I'm still going to the wedding. I'll help out. Whatever. See you there. Perfect. Um, so we've been talking within the past couple weeks because the wedding's happening this weekend. And then I talked to her this morning. And she was like, hey, so listen. Um, so the person I thought that was going to be able to run point isn't going to be able to be there until, like, actually when the wedding starts. So I need someone for, like, the first, like, three, four hours to be the point person, can you do that? <sighs> and so like the I just person. got upgraded. Like the number one. Well, like not, the she's one the number or, one. Well, no, but I, I mean, yes, but past that, though. As employees you, go, I'm pretty, person, I'm pretty important, I think, to making sure that everything is it, which is a lot of pressure. Do you know much of her family? I know none of her family because they're all flying in. I'm not familiar with the territory, and you, Greg, makes fun of me because I'm not sure. So they're from... I well, I know where she's from. Yeah, she she's she's from Belarus. Yes, yeah, which is very far away. Yes, yes, yes. And so a lot of her family is flying in from all over. I the don't country. know where all the family is. All over different yeah. countries speak many different languages. Yeah, 
Um, I've heard her like talk to her parents on the phone. It's fascinating just hearing this just beautiful language like coming up. Someone has so, only heard speak English before. So they're all going to be. So they're all flying in. I guess she has you a know big her family. And, and her I know her and, and her and her husband to be. They are mm-hmm. the sweetest, most adorable couple in the world. And, and I'll admit, you know, I I know them as well, and they are they're very nice. But that doesn't necessarily mean the rest of the family's the same. Well, I think I'm. I think I am good at show. What I'm. What my part is is just. It's a giant like puzzle that hasn't been pieced together mm-hmm. yet, and I just take the pieces and put them in the place that they're supposed to be until it makes the beautiful picture that is going to be their wedding. Are you prepared though to step up to the table here? Yes, because I want her to have an amazing wedding. I'm. When it comes okay. to my friends, you know, this friends and family. Like I can be. I will. Do a hundred percent whatever I can to make things. Good. I know you will. Yeah, but at the same time, what if I'm going to be yelled at by? There's going to be other languages. Relative. I know people are going to be drinking because this is at a bar, correct? It is. It is. So it's there at a bar. Be, there will be cocktails. Oh my god! So I, I like what? What's the first thing you're going to do when you get there? I don't know. I think probably like calm her like, down you and make a... sure that everything's going okay. Because... But then, boom! What happens when music guy comes up to you? And then all of a sudden starts braiding with questions like, what do I set up? Well, she has her job. So she's putting together like the map of where everything's going to go and where everything's going to be. So I'll just br- br- like br- reference the map uh-huh. and then be like, that's where you need to go. Okay. This is where this goes. Do you want to learn some phrases in, in the other language so you can start start you know saying them? What? Do you know any? No, I don't know any, but the, but I feel like you should. Like the hello? Yeah. Let's say, how do, you, how do you say sit, hello in please sit Belarusian? Here? Yes, please sit here. Yes. Welcome. Uh, I'm sure it's like Dordan or something like that. Uh, let's see here. I'll, I'll try to help you out on okay. that aspect. But but I'm super. I think you should pick up phrases. I mean, it would be. I'm. That's what I'm most excited about. That's what's neat about going to you know like weddings that aren't primarily English speaking. Because uh-huh. are going to be. I mean, she also is American. She's been here for years. So it's going to be like a a complete mix of all different kinds of languages. Like right. a, a lot English. Uh-huh. Some you know from different places. Okay. Vitiem. Uh, Vitiem. Yeah, so that means welcome. See, so there you go. Now you're already like on your way. I will totally impress because I'm going to talk to her later today. I'll be like, Vitiem. When the guests come in, I shall say Vitiem. <laughs> I have no idea if this is right, the right pronunciation or not. Um, Duan. Duan Bakiliese. Yes, there you go. Yeah, that sounds. What does that mean? Uh, it sounds perfect. Greg, I mean, it what like does that mean? Russian. Long time. I'm anticipating no her hearing this sometime, and I don't want to say something offensive. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of this correctly. Prijemna pazna yomikta. I'm not even going to try. Okay, that. all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Okay. We'll clearly work on that. So my job is not speaking to the relatives. I'm okay, supposed yeah, to I be... think we have, we've ruled that out. That's not really going to work out because. What I have found in working the many, many parties that I have is the people behind the scenes are supposed to be exactly that, yeah. behind the scenes. Unless I'm telling you to go somewhere or something needs to be done, you're not supposed to even see me. I've, I've been at weddings, though, where it's the other way around, where yeah. that person wants to be like— Oh, they make it all they about are them? all about them. Oh, it's yeah. usually a mother-in-law, but um, in particular, there's one wedding I'm thinking of where the mother-in-law made it all about her. Oh, boy. So you could like step up to the plate and just make it all about you. I mean, if you really want to do I that, I absolutely will not do that. I, mean, I will do the absolute. Are you going to get up and that. like MC it and be like, <sighs> "Yes, Greg," because I'm so <laughs> completely not terrified of speaking in front of crowds, especially on somebody else's day that has nothing to do with me, except for the fact that I'm supposed to be helping things run smoothly. Maybe you should just get really drunk. <gasps> Jesus, Greg, I'm not going to be drinking. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, ways to spice it up because you want it to be a a memorable experience, and sometimes the memorable experiences are the ones that go wrong. 
you know, so you're doing it for the That is not the her. proper way to look at that. No. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh, I wanted to talk this about you because I was excited and nervous, not because I wanted you to make it a thousand times worse. No, I'm not trying to make it a thousand times worse. I'm saying you just want to make it a memorable memorable day. Like, I mean, I'm... I will make it a memorable day by getting the stuff done that needs to be done. Okay. All right. Yeah, but she did keep saying, like, I need somebody because she's, like, really sweet and really, like, you know, um, not soft-spoken, but, you know, just, like, a really kind... And she's like, I need somebody to crack the whip. <laughs> like, she's like, I need a whip cracker. Yeah. Like, and you, I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. So now I'm a little... So now you're going to be going against... Oh, man. So you, so you do have to be, like, a strong presence. Strong, but not, like, yeah, not horrible. But I mean, uh-huh. like, make sure people and things okay. are, like, where they're going. There's a specific timeline that everything is happening. Like, there are particular traditions in her family that are happening at... They're doing, oh, traditional stuff? Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I thought of you when she was telling me about it. I'm I like, love oh, Greg's going to be so bummed. Yes. Yeah, it's all, like, these um, like these traditional, like, sayings and different things. That are happening, That's so it's cool. very it's staggered with the way that it's happening. Um, I'm <laughs> taking a look here in the live chat uh, for the live subscribers. If you're a member of the Fun Employment Ready Supporters Club, you can listen and watch live. Cordy said, "I feel like Greg is trying to pull a my big fat Greek wedding and have her say something offensive." No, it's but I probably will on accident because I have no idea what I'm what I just. Well, I'm just to not going to listen to anything that Vitium. you say. Do you really Vitium? And Vicky says that sounds uh, close enough to welcome that I kind of believe you. Yeah. I mean, we'll go with it. I mean, maybe they'll... I think I'm just going to speak in, in American because <laughs> if I can only say one word and then someone's like, oh, and then they tried... That's the worst. Like yeah. when you go to a different country and you know one word and someone speaks to you like, oh, blah, 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 and they say everything. I'm like, right. oh, I don't know what you're saying. I'm like, oh, yeah. no Espanol. Yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, Sam's got a story about exactly that uh, when we bring him in here. Um, okay, and Vicky also said Greg clearly has his own personal definition of memorable. I mean, I you know, I just think it's memorable. That's that would be a well. I'm sorry, I get to you. witness this amazing wedding. Yeah, I, think, I know that's cool. Yeah, All right, but step cool. it up the plate. I got asked. Big day. I mean, there are lots. That's why I feel it's like bouncing. It's a springboard. I feel really special because mm-hmm. like she could have asked a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I got asked, so I can't fuck this up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's their day. I know. No, I, I know. Mean, I'm not worried about big... the day, but I'm just like, I work best. But you un- should a little bit. No, I work best under pressure. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that there is some pressure because I'm like, all right, well, this is the way that this is happening. Okay. All I right. got this. Okay. You can do it. Vitium. I can do this. So I can add, um, hopefully when this, when all goes swimmingly, uh-huh. I can add um, wedding planner. Wedding my, planner onto that. To my Rolodex of things that I do. You got a pretty big Rolodex at this point. Yeah, because I've been the officiant for a lot of weddings, but That's I've true. never actually helped like all right. Yeah, like make things run smoothly. I mean, this is make or break time. I need a clipboard. You do need a clipboard. I need a clipboard. Yep. I need to have a pen behind my ear. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yep, you need a pen behind your ear. I feel ear, like I need, need to wear clipboard. like business pumps. <laughs> I would imagine business pumps would be necessary. Yes, absolutely. Um, your hair in like a nice bun in or something. In a bun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got this worked out. You can do the look. I think I can. You got the real estate look. I now. mean, that's exciting. Just kind of tweak the real estate look a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. But make it more wedding-y and less housey. Right. Yeah. All right. You've got it. All right. I think I could do it. Okay. We'll see how it works. Yeah. So I just, Let's... yeah, I just, like, no exaggeration, just found this out, like, a half hour ago, so. Yikes. I'm super excited. All right. It's well, going to be a magical day. I think it will. Oh, do you, Greg? I don't know. We'll see. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of cool either way. Uh, Vitium. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> Let's see. Keelan says, also make sure Greg has no idea where you're working for this event. Yeah, that's a check. <laughs> I will not tell him. Oh, I'm going to show up. No. Actually, yeah. Let me come in. Let me come to the wedding. Actually, no. I know that there's actually going to be security for this. So There is? Oh, yeah. And I'm putting a 
big picture of your face on their clipboard. <laughs> do not and let this like, man do in. Do not let this man in. He has been problematic in the past. Problematic. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> Problematic's your new word, he likes by the way. To, I know. I love it. Uh, he likes to, uh, for some reason, have a shot. At, he calls himself tequila guy. And then oh, he takes true. off all of his clothes and runs around. I do not we take do off not my clothes. want that happening. But if enough, yeah, te- tequila guy does come out. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's Let's, let's bring in our guest here and, uh, and talk about that. I, now I'm now I'm afraid of I'm still going to show up. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more fun employment radio. Like a born again gender. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're rolling in with that. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for finding our show. Um, we are welcoming now to the show very special guest, Mr. Sam Slaughter. Hello, Sam. Hello. How's it going? Doing well. Sam, is this the first time we've had you on the show? That is correct. All it right. is. Because we met last year during the met podcast the, or the, yeah, podcast, yeah, fest. podcast fest. Yeah. yeah, the podcast festival. And for anybody who doesn't know, I said at the beginning of the show, but Sam and I are two of the hosts on Beards, Booze, and Bacon Ooh. for the manual.com. How long have you guys worked together? Two, almost 100 episodes worth. Yeah. What? Yeah, we're at like 96 episodes. That's quite some time. It is. Tell me about your friendship. It's like two years I, that we've been doing the show. Yeah. Yeah. I say a lot of puns. He groans a lot, and that's really that's the extent kind of, of it. Yeah, I love that's it. That's a good base. A good base for it. Yeah, right there. Okay, good. We were talking on the way over though about the language thing about somebody speaking in a language that you don't know. Didn't you have an issue or that you were just bringing up about your pool and Germans in South Carolina? Sam's from South oh, Carolina. Yes. Uh, uh, by the way. So we're complaining about the heat, and he's just like, "Shut up." <laughs> I've yeah, had a, I've had a jacket with me the whole time. It's, it's quite balmy. <laughs> we should explain. Like yes. <laughs> Actually, let's explain what Sam does first. So Sam is the food and spirits editor for themanual.com. Correct. Like the coolest title. Wow, of all that's time. awesome. Greg yeah. is always talking about how awesome well you are and how awesome your job is. Yeah, it's like Sam has the coolest job. Yeah, like what Sam? What do you do? How do you explain it to people? Uh, so I manage the food and drink section uh, that involves both editing other people's stuff, but then I eat and drink a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> Sample it out. I, I play around with uh, making cocktails, and I put a lot of things in my mouth. Yeah, um, like most of the time they're edible, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we'll cut out for this show. Uh, so <laughs> that's a promo right there. <laughs> yep, there it is. So then, how long? How did you get into that? Yeah, how does one even begin to be able to do that for a living? Yeah, because that sounds made up. When I the job that I have now, which is the the editor role, I started out as a freelancer. Four, almost five years ago, but I found the job on Craigslist. What this this job? Yep. The job that you're at right now? The job that I am fully employed. The job that like, and... flies you around everywhere, and you get to put things in your mouth, like you said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the brands fly me around, but I am allowed to do it with this job. Yes, I found it on Craigslist while I was working for a pyramid scheme. Wow. Really? What was the pyramid scheme? Uh, it's one of the health food ones. I was their copywriter, so I was writing like the <laughs> scripts for people. Oh no. <laughs> you were one of those, like working. I was on up. the corporate side, and I would write all you know our our social copy, but uh-huh. also uh, when we put videos together to like show to your friends and family. I was the one working on those scripts. <laughs> were they like one of like the powdered supplements? Because I'm getting a lot of those from like, it's people a, I know on the periphery who are yeah. starting to like, hey, Sarah, long time no see, want to buy some vitamin powder? I'm like, no, <laughs> it was an uh, weight loss and energy drink one, similar to Herbalife, um, except the the like main ingredient that they build the entire thing around is a an element or a nutrient found in one specific seri- uh, species of brown seaweed located off the islands of Fiji. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was meth, but uh, other than that, it's so it's this quite the one appetite suppressant, <laughs> right? Yeah, you'll lose a lot of weight. Trust me, you won't tell, tell your whole family. And teeth and skin, you'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. Hey, so, you'll weigh less when you don't have teeth. That's true. They are very heavy. <laughs> so you wrote for the the copy for that, and then you just and then you went to the manual. So while I was there, I was looking. I had never, <clears throat> excuse me, I never uh, written about food before outside of an academic like I have my master's in English I was writing food related stuff for that but I'd never written for a magazine and so I just decided I wanted to um, I have production experience in the background of you know work for a brewery and a winery um, I've been in the service industry for like a decade doing serving delivery boy you name it mm. um, and so I uh, trying to figure out how that mountain of debt that I had accrued can mm-hmm. be put into a practical purpose, and I got really lucky that I found the job on Craigslist. Wow! And not only the, and the job found you too, because clearly you're a good fit if you've been doing this now for five years. I would like to think so. I would think so too. Yeah, five years. Yeah, now you're the food and spirits editor. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good fit. Yeah. So you do though get to go all around and try booths because you said the brands. And I know some of this, but, like, the brands yeah. fly you out. So. Well, I like, act like, like we don't know because I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, but so, like, you go to, like, Spain and Japan and all over the place. Yeah. So uh, it'll be – a brand will uh, invite me on a trip to learn more about the brand. Um, usually, you know, Japan and Spain are two great examples. But finding out if it's a if it's a, a whiskey brand, say, uh, going to the distilleries, getting to talk to the master distiller, getting to try the portfolio so that um, I can, A, write a piece about it, but also just – kind of increased general knowledge about mm. a category, whether it is, you know, in Japan, I was there for whiskey. So learning mm-hmm. about Japanese whiskey or uh, Spain, it's been wine based trips. So getting to spend a lot of time and getting to um, ask a lot of nerdy questions about wine or beer, or whatever yeah. it is, and then also eat really nice things and drink a lot of nice things. Is this something that you already knew a lot about? Like, say you go and you're trying out a whiskey, like, is, do you already have like a ton of knowledge about whiskey? Or is this something that you kind of learn along the way? Um, I mean, when I started, I had a significantly less amount, um, but through just reading books, reading other people's articles, um, or just trying a lot of stuff uh, and talking about it, it's kind of come a long way. And then now it's getting to dig into the specifics of maybe a specific brand of whiskey if they have a really interesting story, or um, learning about a new a new style or something like that. Wow. So can you actually differentiate like different types of wine apart? Like you can tell it something smells like tastes more oaky or more like whatever. I, yeah, um, wine is not my my strongest, but I can I can make guesses. I can't do the thing that you see on like Somme or wherever where they're like they smell it and they know that it's a 2015. Right, it came from like this patch of dirt <laughs> yeah. on the <laughs> south slope of a head. French yeah. vineyard. It was picked by a guy named. You know, Philippe or something. I can't do that, <laughs> but I can make a guess at what kind of wine it is, what varietal. That's pretty cool. Dang, yeah. Just, I to would just have... have that basic knowledge would be awesome. Right, and so you've got you've gotten that you have that knowledge, and then yeah, like the whiskeys and all the different other ones. Like with going all around the world like this, is there any place you went where you're like, okay, this this trip was not good? Like, what's the worst one? Um, if you can say it, I don't know if you can say it. I, I'd rather not. Okay, these are things I can't get him to say on the manual, so I want to try to like get him to say it here. Either. <laughs> Off air, but, you, dang but, it. but you, will you say that there are, there are better experiences than others? There have definitely been better experiences, and some of that stuff is thanks to the brand and kind of what the program they put on. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it, obviously, you're going to the distillery, but 
you're doing cultural activities as well. So when I went to, I went to, I got to go to Hungary last year to drink um, Royal Tokai wines. It's one of wow. the oldest wines in the world, uh, and it's made in Hungary, a place that I had never contemplated going to before. So I knew, I knew very little about it outside of it's a country, and they've got goulash. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, we did a a segue tour of Budapest. Uh, learned that like there are two parts of the city that the hills and the, the valley, the Buddha and the Pest or whatever oh. they break down into. It's no forever. idea. Yeah. Um, but you know, I get to do all of that stuff too. And so it's just, uh, it's fun to add all of that. On. I don't know if I actually answered the question. No, you totally did. Yeah. That's fascinating. So you get to go there. Like what's, a, what's another like out of the way place that you've ended up? Yeah. Because I would never think about going to Hungary. So. Um, right. Yeah. I think the, the one that surprised me the most, I went to Brazil for wine um, Brazilian wine country is at the very bottom of the country, which when flying there, I knew generally that Brazil was a large country. I didn't realize how just how large it was. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, it was multiple trips. It was about 24 hours of travel to get where I needed to go. Wow. Um, and my, my luggage got left in uh, the Sao Paulo when I was transferring. I get to the very small airport in Porto Alegre, which is the, the town, and one person in the airport speaks English. <laughs> Thankfully, it was someone who worked with uh, with luggage and was able to like help me figure out what I needed to do because they were translating for me with the the luggage people. Yeah. Um, oh man. But th- I had I had to wait a day for the luggage, and so we went. We had dinner with the the head of like Brazilian Wine Association, whatever it is. Fancy. And I'm yeah, sitting there cool. in a shirt that says bacon and beer and bacon and beer that I've worn <laughs> for the past 24 hours. Oh, no. Going, hi. With nothing to change Oops. into. Here to try your Brazilian wine. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever run into like um, significant language barriers when you're going to different countries? Like is that a difficult part of the job? Um, yeah. Usually there's there's always a, you know, an, a, an ambassador, a, a handler or someone um, and most of the time in one of the foreign countries, one of their local people also speaks English. So, like, someone on the brand side who might oversee sales for, you know, North America for Japanese whiskey, they're going to be there so that they can translate or do whatever. But um, Hungary was hard. The The language is just impossible. Um, the word for cheers is egeshegere. <laughs> well, it's like right? 16 letters and that a bunch a of, of dashes. Wait, and say it again. Egeshegere. Yeah, that's hard. Wow. For cheers. That's for cheers. That seems like so much work to say cheers. Um, And that was, I mean, I I tried to pick up a couple of, you know, thank you, please, whatever. Yeah. Um, But that one was pretty hard when that's like your your base. That's the base of cheers, yeah. (laughs) Which should be the easiest one to learn. (laughs) Asking for the bathroom is just way, it's like. Advanced level knowledge <laughs> compared to that. Have you ever seen those shirts that they have where you can point at the pictures? I need that. Yeah, that I was gonna say that would be helpful. Have you seen what, those? No, what does it have? Where it like has like a coffee cup or like a toilet or something. And if you're in a place where you, they don't speak <laughs> language, you can like point at it and be like, you know, where's bathroom or airport? <laughs> it's actually it's very. I mean, because those are you know images are pretty universal. Yeah, so I want to try that it. just around here anyway. I know. We, <laughs> <laughs> just, just go out to people and just point at yourself. Uh. <laughs> in the streets of Portland, like toilet, they'll just point at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just point downtown. Right there. You're fine. <laughs> well, so you've so you've been doing this. You travel all over the place, and and yeah, you're this food and spirits editor. But now you've also got your book. 
I do have a book. Yes, which we should talk about Let this book. because I'm going to say that. <laughs> take your gingins off. I don't even know if that made it onto the show. It, it Nobody, didn't, and we're not even going to specify. We won't explain yeah. what that is at all. You'll just have to figure that out on your own. Uh, so the gingins are off the book. Now, <laughs> we're talking about the book. Um, it's. I'll just say this. I posted about it. It's amazing. But I want you to explain what this book is. Sure. Uh, the book is called Are You Afraid of the Dark Rum and Other Cocktails for 90s Kids? So it is a... <clears throat> A pun-filled cocktail book with uh, 45, 46 drinks uh, that are reflective of 90s pop culture from songs, movies, video games, all the stuff that I grew up with as a 90s kid Mm -hmm. and some of the other stuff that people would inevitably tell me that I needed to include in there uh, uh, with varying levels of insistence depending on how much they had already had to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Has Greg – have you ever heard Greg's diatribe about rich rich kid – Television. Oh yeah. So, so because, because I grew I'm up noticing on the, one of the big the big things that is mentioned even in the title. Yeah. Is but are see, you afraid of the dark? But I'm a, I, I'm aware of what that is. So I grew up out in the country, and we they still don't have he cable. complains about this a lot. But <laughs> they still don't have cable run out there. So now there's satellite internet, but there wasn't when I or satellite television, but there wasn't when I grew up. So we only had like three channels, and all the city kids would talk about all the cool shows on Nickelodeon and you know all these things that everybody got to watch. But I just got to watch OPB, and that was about. I'm imagining so. Greg in a just overalls with like a a oh, worn yeah. out hat and a hayseed. Uh-huh. Yep, and a hayseed sticking out. It's not too far away. Just angry yeah. about all the rich kids and their Nickelodeon. Yeah, I want to watch that slimy TV yep. show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not too far off. Throwing I was a actually bike just and thinking I'd... about Are You Afraid of the Dark? So if, well, if you know, it's coming you... back for a movie. Seriously, yeah. I loved that show. My sister and I would watch it every Friday during Snick. Saturday, or that would be Saturday, Saturday Night Nickelodeon. Yeah, I remember the kids talking about that, yeah, too. Yeah. All the kids and their snicks. So the thing I love about this is not only does it have uh, some, oh my gosh, I'm just going through this. There's a Kimmy Gimlet. So yeah, so each page is a different drink that you've made, like an actual cocktail. Correct. And how did you come up with these cocktails? Uh, some of it were drinks that I had been um, playing around with and I, I put a name to. So the the fresh mint to Bel Air, one of the first drinks in there. <laughs> that drink I had made for a, a contest that I was in, and I really liked it. And so it, it didn't win; it didn't do anything. But I still really liked oh, it. Oh, it's really and so, pretty. Strawberries and mint. Yeah, that and, and bubbly. Um, and so I kept it. And the just kind of word association in my head, it, the the name came through. And then others, I would have a name or a reference um, and yep. build out of there. And we should say Sam is a pun master. Yes. Pun, puns are his game on top of everything else. I do want to ask you, you said that some people, uh, depending on, oh, the tub thumper. Yes. <laughs> I'm a huge, I celebrated Chumbawamba's entire catalog. Get, no, the, um, the one wait, album na- that they yeah, had. Name the one, one other album. song. <laughs> name one other song from Chumbawamba. Uh, it was the remix. <laughs> don't, don't, don't knock it. Uh, so you're saying the drunker people got, the more they shoved uh, you know, ideas down your throat. Was the Red Room Punch one of them from a Twin Peaks fan? Oh, that was me. I, or, I, you're a Twin Peaks fan. I not that I was watching it in the '90s, but because of Netflix, went back to it a couple of years ago yeah. and watched it for the first time. And so, yeah, I was really excited about this one. This one's called Red Room Punch. This is what's going on in the town of Twin Peaks. What ended up happening to Agent Dale Cooper, and what the hell's going on at the Red Room? The mystery that David Lynch infused into every scene is what it's like when you get this drink. Oh, this is so well written. Look at you. I don't. And I yeah, that's the thing. So each drink has its own write up. I know for my Twin Peaks fans out because we talk about Twin Peaks sometimes. Greg's irritated. Heavy on the spirits. Uh, too many cups of this, and you're going to feel like you too will never escape from the Black Lodge. Spoilers. What's That's in great. What's in that one? 
It's a hibiscus tea punch. I don't uh, need to show you. You wrote it. <laughs> I'm like, here, Sam. Show that, you can show the camera. Though. Oh, yeah. There we go. Back, yeah. So it's a, a punch, just a, a, a large format cocktail that you can make beforehand. Um, whether you're, you know, watching the new, the the latest season or oh, yeah. whatever, but you can make it beforehand, and then um, it'll get you turned. <laughs> <laughs> or, is that an official? Is that what your publisher makes? Crunk. Crunk. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, whatever. Crunk is You're not supposed different. to say any of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too sexy for this grog. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of my favorites. All right, so I'm looking at this. So, pun master or drink master, which do you think you're better at? Um, it at depends name. on who you ask about the puns. <laughs> Greg I have is my so opinions. negative. He's just... Not negative. He's just jealous is what it is. I know, I think so. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, there's how many? 46 drinks in this? Correct. 46 of them. What were some of the ones that didn't make it? Um, as I... long as you rum me. <laughs> <laughs> I it's don't pretty care so. who you are. Oh my gosh, these are great. Some of the ones that I that got cut, there were a couple kind of original ones, and then part of what didn't make it in, I had taken cocktails that were big in the '90s, so like the Abaltini was all the rage, the Cosmo, oh yeah, and had done redone versions of them. Um, so those ended up not making it in. But um, did you have names for them? Uh, no, they were just the, um, the grown-up versions of, like, an Appletini. Gotcha. Yeah, so using apple brandy instead of, um, like, sour pucker or whatever Ooh, it's called, the yeah. neon green stuff. Yeah. This is pretty genius. It's kind of also, like, pop-up video kind of uh, going on in here. So this is, again, Sam Slaughter's Are You Afraid of the Dark Rum? So I'm looking at this. It has all these, like, so it'll make the pun about whatever it is, and then it has, like, a little pop-up video thing. Like, the, the, there's I'll Never Let Yuzo Go, Jack. It's a Titanic pun. And then the thing is, the movie Titanic costs more than the actual Titanic. So you get to learn things. There's extra facts. There are fun facts. Did you ha- have pop-up video at least, Greg? Well, <laughs> not to, not until I had a girlfriend who had MTV. That, this that is opened just Greg my bragging eyes about having a girlfriend. <laughs> I had a girlfriend, by the way, everybody. She was super hot and model or something. In Canada? <laughs> yeah, in Canada. Summer camp yeah. together. Nobody ever met her, but she was cool. Uh, <laughs> totally no, existed. She had cable, though, so I probably stayed with her way longer than I should have but because she had MTV. Well, it's like people with air conditioning. I mean, I'm like. it's like 100 degrees outside. Like sometimes like, the relationship care. lasts a little longer than a separation <laughs> We hate each other, but I'm going to stay here because you have cable. <laughs> <laughs> cable and air conditioning. Yep. Together way too long. Strong, a strong foundation for any good relationship. So have you have you tried? Have you um, drank every single one of these cocktails? In some form, yeah. In some I mean, form, uh, a lot of the the R and D. Some of them, if I knew I was if I was close or I felt like I was close, I would make the three or four different things I was thinking about. So, and that would be just like adjusting a half ounce versus a quarter ounce yeah. or something like that, and then just. Try a bunch of them. Um, have some friends over. Have them try it and kind of build from there. What would be your favorite in this book? I love the juice box iced tea, which is a. It's in the beginning. Um, I think it's the second cocktail in there. There's one called "I Saw the Wine." <laughs> I love me a good. I think they're hilarious. They are. Piccolodian. All right. Oh, is that a pistol? <laughs> yeah. I love these. One of my friends makes these, like a um, like the pickle juice. Yeah, with the pickleback with the whiskey inside of it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, picklebacks are good. Okay, Mambo number five, the tub thumper. Are you afraid of the dark rum? Juice box iced tea. There it is. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm a, Greg and I are both bourbon fans. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Two ounces bourbon, 0.5 ounce of uh, I said limoncello. Mm-hmm. I'm always afraid limoncello. it's like limoncello. I mean, you can add an accent if you'd like. Yeah, there you go. 
and bitters and lemon. Oh, that looks refreshing. That does look really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all going to go and have cocktails later today, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes. That is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, oh, go no, ahead. No, oh, I just want to know, why, so what brings you to town? Uh, I come out a couple of times a year to do some recordings, and uh, we've got a, a series at the manual called the Manual Spirit Awards. So we were doing the final blind judging of uh, a craft spirits. So we we defined a couple of categories, and we've sought out what we think are the the best American made craft spirits in that category. Do some blind judging, and then uh, it'll premiere in September with some some video cocktail videos and a bunch of other stuff but the 2018 is up now the on the manual.com so you can get an idea of what we're doing awesome yeah it's like all kinds of different categories i've i've seen the behind the scenes down at digital so digital trends in the manual are it's all under the same company just to clarify that if anybody was same parent company same parent company right yeah i guess so Mm -hmm. um but yeah i've seen behind the scenes of some of the videos there is so much booze it's so many bottles just lining shelves that uh, that Sam is filming for. All right, well, we do have a li- uh, someone in live chat asking where they can purchase this book because their nephew's birthday is coming up and they want to get it for them. Sweet. It's on Amazon.com. Um, you can also look on IndieBound.org or .com to see if, there, if you have a local bookstore. So I know here in Portland, Powell's is a great store mm. and they do have it. But you can look on IndieBound and it'll tell you kind of what small stores have it. But um, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. I think Walmart and Target.com both have it. Wow. Um, wow. So Did you online. ever think that you would have made something that would be like residing in a Walmart? No, <laughs> but I'll, I'll know I've made it when I see my name in like an airport bookstore. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. my goal. I want to sell out that much. You right. see Portland oh, yeah. just won again for the best airport in the country yeah. for like 10 years in a row. Something like that. Yeah. So, like, what's it like, though, even just knowing now you're, like, in Portland and it's in Powell's right now? It was crazy. I walked yeah. over the other night just to see because yeah. um, I don't I don't have a list. I don't know where these things are. Right. Um, and occasionally friends will, uh, in other cities, will, like, show, uh, shoot a picture over to be like, hey, we found this. Look who we found in Denver or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was re- it's really cool to see. It's still sort of surreal um, to, to walk in and see it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's just such a fun design. Did you have any hand in designing it? Um, I had a say in what I wanted, um, so I was pushing for that kind of cover. Uh, it was perfect. down to that or just having a cocktail in the front, but I wanted to uh, capture it as much as I could, like the 90s kind of aesthetic and that Saved by the Bell, obviously. Yes. It looks like the, the I know intro. you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but I mean, this is a pretty rad cover. Oh, yeah. it's a great cover. Yeah. As soon as Greg brought his like to the studio, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that is something I want to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, with the cover and then then all the photography on the inside, too, is amazing. Yeah. So all the drinks. That look delicious. I know. Mm. I really want one of those drinks now. No, well, patience, my friend. I know. I know. We'll have one soon. I don't want to have patience, but. <laughs> so do you guys, are, are you guys doing another show together today? Uh, no, I've got another show today. Oh, okay. That I'm doing. All right. And mm-hmm. then we're going to take Sam out on the town. Well, to cornhole. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going, and we're not going to explain that either to anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. So that's just going to be left out there right now. <laughs> Super yep. great. Hi, everybody hearing the show for the first time. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So get Sam's book. Seriously, it's it's fantastic. Uh, I think. I don't know. I don't know what else we do from here, sir. I think that we can't. I mean, I think we can't do anything. We've more. had Sam Slaughter. Yeah. Talking about drinks. Yeah. Giving puns. Yeah. We learned uh, how to say cheers in Hungarian. Okay, I'm Yep. Mm-hmm. Just say some syllables. We're probably, probably saying it. something. And then hold up a drink. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's pretty much about it. Yep. And then just start drinking. And then everybody will 
pick up what you're doing. Yeah. And also, I hear the best way to get Sam's book is to go to funemploymentradio.com <laughs> and then click on that there Amazon link. Yeah. And I hear that's just like the fastest way you can I get heard it. That, yeah, it's a shortcut. It'll be there in two days. Yeah. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> two days from everywhere. Just two sleeps and it's there. <laughs> you're good. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank you. Thank you. For coming over. This has been wonderful. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Wherever you find us, we do appreciate it. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And uh, Geek in the City, I know I said yesterday they were going to be last night. Uh, they took the day off, so that's why they, they weren't in here. So they yeah, got they a said, best I saw out. something about like, not, like, getting summer sick. Denise sick, and yeah, somebody else was, I don't yeah. know, stuff. Summer stuff happened. Yeah. So that's why that was The summer's going to happen any day now here, Sam. Like we're yeah, waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, this is pretty strange weather for Portland. It is. It is weird. Um, but Sarah, you know, with her big jump up today, big step Thank up. You. To uh, I am going to get my nails done after this. Oh yeah, you got to look the part. Got to mm-hmm. get your, your your pumps, as you said. Got to get my my lady parts. <laughs> your, yeah. Your, your, <laughs> so weird. I don't know. Some shoulder pads. Definitely shoulder yeah. pads. You need a look of yeah, author- an authoritative. Maybe look. take a shower. Yeah. That you seems yeah. too much. I yeah, know. crossing the line. It's not That's what I'm going to be. Here. I'm not going to be authoritative because it's supposed to be hot, so I'm going to be sweaty. And yeah. so it's just like find the sweaty girl in the corner with the clipboard and that's <laughs> ask her what to do. <laughs> and so I'm not going to like nobody looks at that a figure of authority who's sweating and being like, oh, I'm intimidated. I want to <laughs> listen to that person. They're just gonna be like, can you mop yourself? <laughs> Excuse me. No, don't don't come too close. It's fine. Just, <laughs> don't just don't point get, where don't you don't get it on me. No, please. <laughs> Someone said that to me before. Oh, that's awkward. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com.